What's up, Pats fans? We're back. Pats Tailgate Party Podcast. Uh, back at you on a winning streak this week. Really excited to be back. Before we get kicked off into the pod, we always say it. We'll say it again. We'll keep saying it until you get on and do it. You got to go to bostonsportsjournal.com or look up the Boston Sports Journal app on whatever device you use. It is the best Patriots coverage you can find. Greg Bedard does a great job over there. All five of us are members. So if you get a chance, listen to this entire podcast first, then like the podcast, then subscribe to the podcast, then go to bostonsportsjournal.com and check it out and get the best pass coverage you can have. My name is Michael Lakis. My handle on BSJ is Pat Sox Seltz Brew. So check me out over there. Uh, and I'll pass it around the room. We'll see how everybody's doing today. We'll go to my right, Andrew Lakis. How are you? Yeah, thanks, Mike. I'm good. Good to be with you guys. Um, uh, I am Winter Coats on BSJ. Uh, I've been lurking for a while. I don't think I've had a oh. comment in like three months, so maybe <laughs> it's time. Uh, but no, I you know excited to be with you. The 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 mood feels a little bit better in the yes. in Pat's Nation right now after these last couple of weeks. So excited to get into that with you guys. Awesome. Very good. Then we uh, will continue on to the right. Doug Lake is senior. Uh, senior. No, <laughs> Who's the junior? I'm just kidding. I was just, come on. I'm just joking. I was just. Kidding. I have to put uh, that on my jer- on my jersey, Mike. Doug senior. Senior. <laughs> That's great. Dad, how are you, right. man? I'm good, guys. Glad to be back. Coach Stradamus on Boston Sports Journal. Hope everything's going well. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And then we'll go down. Below me, Mike Davis. Mike Davis with the sweat. Pat Sweat behind him. How are you? Mike and Stoneham on BSJ. I am fantastic as always and excited to be back this week. Got that sharp cut going on too, which I love to see, man. Looking good. And then Bill Donovan. How are you, sir? Doing well. Glad to be back and doing another week of the podcast. And I am Bill D1954 at Sports Journal. Awesome. Very good. Again, go to bostonsportsjournal.com. Check it out. You will be smarter as a Patriots fan by the time you sign up and read a little bit or watch some of the videos they have over there. So awesome. Well, let's, Hey, let's dive into this, uh, this past week. It was what we wanted to see. Uh, we are officially on a winning streak, which is exciting. Uh, the Patriots win on the road, uh, in Cleveland, uh, by the way, uh, we won't take too much of the credit for it. We all did pick a win. Uh, Greg Bedard picked a win, I believe, on the year. That makes him 7-0 against the spread in picks and straight up. So that tells you all you need to know about why you need to read. Uh, if you haven't read it, uh, he has won me a lot of money and helped me bet the Patriots this year, uh, which is good. So, Andrew, you're about to say something. I was just going to say you can pay for your subscription in one week if you take Greg's pick and put $20 on it. That's exactly your subscriptions right. covered. That's exactly right. It's all you need to do. Uh, and, and beyond just the the big win in Cleveland, I mean, Zappy Fever is it a is it a fever pitch? I mean, it's an all time high. Uh, every <laughs> I see a lot of head shakes going on over here. Uh, I mean, what do we think? I mean, I'm just gonna I'll just kick it off with that. I'll 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 just throw the hot take in the middle of the table and let everybody just pick at it. I mean, I'm hearing stuff now about I I you know we were we on the last pod check it out. We were talking about how people were, uh, were, were talking how this is 2001 all over again. And Tom and the reincarnation of reincarnation of Tom Brady. And this week I'm hearing the same thing, but more now it's getting national headlines. Um, I, I mean, 
I mean, I don't know. I, I'm going to let you guys digest it and, and, uh, and, and discuss, and then we'll, uh, we'll pick it apart a little bit, but what do you think? Do we, is it zappy time? I mean, do we just, do we just say Mac, you know, we get, see what we can get draft picks wise and just put zappy in there or do you, <laughs> I mean, that's what it sounds like the public wants to do. I mean, what's easy now? Well, yeah, that's what I'm asking. Yeah, hang on. Slow down. No, I mean, that's 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 what I'm hearing out there. Why is this even a conversation? I guess would be the better question as as we Andrew, talk. Go about ahead and it. kick us off. Yeah, yeah it's the ahead, old Andy. fantasy football. It's the old fantasy football maneuver. I haven't played in a few years, but when you you're you pick a guy up off the waiver wire, he has a good week. You don't trade your stud, you trade the you trade the guy who had the good week, nobody will take it. But <laughs> let's see what we can get for old Zappy. Maybe we get a third round pick. Um no, I mean, I, look, I think um, it's been a lot of fun watching the last two weeks. I mean, I, I don't think the Lions or Browns are any good. I think we ended last week talking about um, you're not going to feel great if they win, but you can feel terrible if they lose because essentially there's no playoffs. So, you know, we live another week um, and get to do the same thing all over again with the Bears on Monday. But, like, you know, I think Zappi's got poise. He's making the plays that are there. He's not turning the ball over aside from the one strip sack. Um and, you know, that's fun to watch. Like, it lets the defense – the defense is playing really well. Uh, run game struggled last week, but I think generally they're, the offensive line's playing better. And so he's done everything you'd ask of him, and we've gotten two wins out of it. But, uh, you know, I'm just a – you know, I'm just a believer that uh, there's a reason NFL quarterbacks outside of Russell Wilson, you know, are a little bit taller, a little bit bigger, have a little bit stronger arm. And I just think Zappi has a ceiling um, that is much lower than Max. And if anything – you know, I hope again that this lights a fire under Mac to come back and, and, you know, take what's there, do what he did last year and just keep progressing a little more slowly, stop turning the ball over. But it's Mac's job as soon as he's ready. Like, I, you know, maybe as soon as today at practice, I don't know if, if Mac practiced or not. But so, so let's take. talk about the turnovers for a second, right? Because even at the end of last year, we were talking about the fact that what sets Mac apart is that he's a precision passer, right? Guy's got to be where he's got to be, when he's got to be there, right? So some of those turnovers were, well, I mean, Zappi's one turnovers to one number one five, right? So Aguilar's helped both guys turn over the ball. Um, and if you look at the, the guys who were, who Mac was throwing to, in a lot of cases, it's pretty clear that they weren't going where they were supposed to go when they were supposed to go. So number one, I'll say Zappi's not looking for as much pinpoint accuracy. Number two, some of those guys aren't playing anymore, right? Agler's turned an ankle. Johnny Smith's not in all of those routes. And, and so it's a simpler concept that he's trying to play with. Um, now, you're right, right? Is it time for, for Mac Jones not to try to put it in such tight windows and not to try to throw those timing patterns, but to sort of throw to a more open zone and not try to throw guys open? I mean, I don't know. That's what makes him a, a really better than average passer. If a guy goes where he's supposed to go and does what he's supposed to do, um, so I, I think receivers are running better routes for, for Zappy. And as you said, I mean, it's not like they're facing the 85 bears. The, the, the Detroit was down five defensive backs, five, two weeks ago, you know, he, he, who was he throwing against? Well, Cleveland, Cleveland, if you think that the Detroit defense is bad, watch the film. Cleveland's the, arguably the worst back end defense in the NFL. First of all, second of all, uh, I, you know, I, I'm going to be remiss if I don't say, uh, you know, he did finish just, just throw a little fuel on the fire. 24, 30 of 34 
309 yards and two touchdowns. So, I mean, those are, those are some pretty gaudy numbers. I, I have a feeling though. I mean, here's the reality of the situation. Yes. It has to do with who's on the field. Yes. It has to do with the routes they run. It also has to do with the fact that they're running a more simplified offense. They're running a simplified version of the offense. And I know Bedard's talked about this at nauseum. If they ran that same offense for Mac, he'd probably look even, I mean, we'd look, the way they look last year when they went on a run and instead they're going five spread and all this other stuff and putting Mac they're making Mac make these decisions and throw in tight windows that frankly, he might just not be ready to make. And that's okay for a second year quarterback. Like, so I hope what they learn from a fan's perspective, what the coaches learn is, Hey, let's, let's like scale back the offense a little bit, do what we're doing for, for Zappy with Mac and make this, make it a little bit more digestible for him. So that's my takeaway from this. No, I don't think there's no way you should, you should play Bailey Zappy over Mac. Um, but that's my take dad and dad or bill. And I mean, am I right there right, or anything different? I mean, I, I think you're right on target, Mike. I, I wish they had, and I was kind of hoping from the beginning of the season that they would start the season with the st- scale back approach, let Mac grow a little bit more every week. And I think I said that earlier. I'd like to see him go back to Patriot style of football, which when they're running the ball with Stevenson and doing all those kinds of things, they're doing. Um, play action pass has been good. Um, I, I think if anything's happened, they've gotten a solid, they have now a solid backup in Zappy. He's got an experience. Um, they should feel good about that. If Mac's ankle is better, I think my opinion would be to play him a half maybe this week. And if they can get up on the Bears, then let Zappy finish the game. Because um, it's going to be hard for him to go back in cold. If they if he doesn't play this week, it's going to be hard for him to go back in cold against the Jets the following week. Um, but I, I think uh, Mac Jones is the quarterback. And I don't think, you know, the only thing I would say is that I'm sure Belichick understands Mac turned it over. They turned it over a bunch more when Mac was the quarterback. Zappy's turned it over one time. That would be the only thing that I think they would think about. But I, I, I'm quite certain that he's the starting quarterback. I don't. Well, let, let me ask this. Let me ask this. And I know this is. I want to. This is an older group here. It's probably a younger Patriots fans who don't remember where I'm about to head. But let me take us back 22 years. And and I actually it's it's ironic that I'm going to ask this question. I, I watched the, the Bledsoe Brady documentary, uh, the ES, E60 about a week ago. Um, so 22 years ago when we were watching this team and Drew Bledsoe was the starter, first overall pick. And this young cat from Michigan comes in. I mean, wasn't the same thing being said, Bledsoe's the quarterback of this team. Uh, and I'm not trying to just light a fire. I'm trying to legit think back. Did we not think that Belichick was out of his mind? I know Brady was good, but he was a game manager. Bledsoe had a cannon arm, was a better quarterback, was a better prospect, was a, a six, five, whatever, and just was a stud back there. And I, not now, hindsight's twenty twenty. We know now that Belichick made obviously the right choice. But if I think back on that time, I remember in those moments thinking, what? Is, I mean, Brady's great. You kind of get behind him and you get fired up. But I mean, is that maybe what the what the Patriots fan base is falling into, where it's like the same feeling of that, knowing what Brady was, but forgetting that there was a lot of turmoil there because Bledsoe was the quarterback. 
and this fan base loved Bledsoe and had, and I remember watching the documentary and then I want you guys to, to dive in. There were some pissed off Patriots fans. I remember they interviewed a lot of Patriots fans. A lot of people thought Belichick was crazy and what are they doing? And Drew's our quarterback. There were people I talked to when I was in college at the time that were huge Patriots fans. Didn't even want to like the Patriots anymore because they thought what they did to Bledsoe was so, was so wrong. So anyway, yeah, go ahead, Mike. Let's separate Bledsoe, the, the person and the guy who helped keep the team here in, in New England from the player. Because took him to a Super Bowl in 97. Right. It's not like he was what? a scrub. One of the things that drove the previous coach crazy and the pre, you know the one before that, he was a gambler. He was going to make that big throw with that big arm, and he was just as likely to put that in the wrong guy's hands as the right one. Wasn't and, that what isn't that what Max doing trying to fit in the tight but, window? Yeah, I'm just saying, like he would go for it and he would be like, I am going to like I am trusting my talent. Not I know this guy is going to be at that place at that time he would make that talent throw and it drove Parcells crazy. And it drove, it drove all three of them crazy. When Belichick got here, he's like, you're not going to do that. You're just not going to do that. You're not risking ball security with me. So Mike, I'll say this. If the receiver's running the right route and he's still trying to throw it where it isn't, I'm with you. And if you keep throwing it where where a guy isn't, then shame on you for throwing it to the guy. But I think at least if, if you guys go in there and practice, he doesn't go there in the game you pull the guy aside and go, what the hell are you doing? Why are you running there? Yeah. And I'm listen, I'm not advocating Bailey Zappi to be the new Tom Brady. What I'm saying is I just think we need to take a moment and think back to when we were in what felt like a similar situation at the time. And we didn't have 22 years of hindsight to know that Belichick made the right choice. So yeah, like uh, you're calling Paul security's dead on, but no, I'm just saying, yeah, go ahead, dad. Go ahead. Well, I think if I go back that time when, when, Bledsoe got hurt. And then if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, but I think in the papers and all, and the underlying thing was that Belichick had an ulterior motive at the time. I think he was trying to find a way, not that he wanted Bledsoe to get hurt, but I think he was trying to find a way that Brady would become his quarterback. And given the opportunity when Bledsoe did get hurt and then Bledsoe, and then Brady was successful, I think that opened the door him to be able to do what he did with Brady. Yeah. Um, that's just, that's just yeah. thinking back. Well, the difference now is if you listen to the press conference on Sunday, it's very clear that Belichick's trying to pump the brakes on the, the, the zappy fire. And he's trying Correct. to say, Whoa, like So the mindset to your point does seem a little bit different than what it was possibly 22 years ago. Andrew, I yeah. feel like you're a bill. 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 Go ahead. Yeah, bill, go ahead. Yeah. Bill, what do so, you got about this, man? I agree with everything everybody said. I believe Zappi's played very well for us. He's managed the game. They've dumbed everything down for him. But the number one thing that Zappi does that I think even better than Matt is he knows how to move around in the pocket. He keeps his eyes down the field. He had the, I think he has the awareness in the pocket that Brady had. I mean, it was, he could just sort of float, move forward, move back. He was in, he saw the the rushes in his periphery vision, but was able to keep focus down the field. I think he's too short, and I think he doesn't have a strong enough arm. But otherwise, I I think he's smart. I think he's accurate. And uh, I thought I popped up on my phone today that um, Mac is the starting quarterback for Monday night. Did anybody else see that? I, I didn't see that. I saw that he told the team that he's he's getting better. 
uh, and he's improving and that he's slated to possibly start on Monday, but I don't know if it's been, okay. Uh, if it's been, uh, you know, I just down. saw a headline pop up on my phones. I'll tell you what Zappy does do well. And Andrew, I'm pass to you. What I have noticed is when he is in trouble, he does that Brady duck his head, turn around and reset his feet really well, which is hilarious to watch. Like he literally ducks down, turns around and like, you know, and usually it, re- it results in a sack. Um, but you know, it, it is interesting to see some of that. Well, one thing I got, Bill Donovan, I need you to say a sentence with the words short arm and smart every single podcast we do, because that makes this a true Pat's tailgate party. Uh, um, that's awesome. That's awesome. But second, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, I guess, um, I mean, the one thing I'd say about in Mike, I think it's the right exercise to go back and remember what it was like in 2001. And, you know, I didn't think, well, so it was going to be out that long and the Braves can keep the job. I think the one big difference probably that we haven't talked about that you just have to acknowledge is that Bledsoe also is counting an immense amount of the salary cap. I mean, he had just gotten that huge contract um, before Belichick got there. Mac Jones is still on a rookie deal. He's still got at least three and a half more years of team control. There's not really a financial incentive to go with Zappi over Jones. If anything, you know, it probably gives Jones more leash to be honest. Like, um, so I just think that's a different dynamic. I think the reality is, um, you know, my take on this, I think Zappy's a baller. I think he can play. I think his poise is good. I think he's got a lot of Brady. I don't think he's got Brady's talent, but I think he's got a lot of Brady tendencies, hard worker. He's always been counted out. You know, he seems to have a little moxie. Um, but I, I, for me, it's less about Zappy. I think he's a pleasant surprise and they have a good backup quarterback for a while. I think it's more just like, I think people forget like how good Mac Jones was last year um, and how, how bright his future is. And I think when I hear the argument that that's what I think, I think people are maybe more down on Mac than they are up on Zappy right now. And I just, you know, want to throw a hose on that. I'm, I'm not on that wagon. I, I also think that the schedule was favorable for Zappy to don't say. step yeah. in yeah. and play. I mean, it, he could not have gone against two weaker defenses and, and his success proves that. I mean, they were great. They won two games. They needed to win two games. They're, they're on a winning streak now, but the schedule fell perfectly for Zappy to be the backup to be the starter in two games. Right. So we'll see going forward. I think Jones comes back Monday night. Um, Hopefully he's a little, you know, better with, the ball not turning it over as much which i think i think he's thought a lot probably while he's been sitting um but i i think it all fell into place with was for zappy to start and be successful and i think that's that's a key yeah you I, must not I, underestimate the power of the big boys right the guys up front not as many pre-stop pre-snap penalties um, minimizing the amount of time that uh, Big 76 can can break down on. I was just getting ready to say when they play with five, they'll be even better. Well, hold on. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. Back up on the penalties for a second. I saw quite a few pre-snap oh penalties God. on Sunday, Mike. It was it's they're still a mess pre-snap. I mean, and some of that comes from the quarterback, to be honest with you, because they're not the, the timings off and and the snap counts. But that's got to be fixed. The good news is they're still winning and playing a weaker team if it if it isn't fixed. And I think that. You know, the other thing that we saw a lot last year that I saw on, on Sunday, and, and, and then I do want to dive actually into Monday night because I do have a question about Zappy Jones. But um, 
Zappy Jones, by the way, that's the, uh, it's the four string quarterback. <laughs> uh, so, so, um, look, it was good to see John get involved. It was good to see Henry get involved. It was good to see a lot of these players that haven't been as involved because the offense. Uh, Taquan looks, Thornton, man. Yeah. Taquan Thornton. About Taquan, yeah. Well, it looks good to get these guys involved, um, that weren't involved because the, the sets are different. The, the formations are different. You got two tight ends out there. You're running a lot of screens, a lot of stuff that was really successful last year. And so I hope they bring that back, whether Max, the quarterback or, or Zappy's the quarterback, let's go and to your point, Andrew, before we go into Monday night, let's talk about Taekwondo. Uh, let's talk about Thornton, man. He was uh he was a pleasant surprise. I mean, uh, have you ever I, seen a wide receiver skinnier than Taekwondo Thornton? No, which is a concern. Uh, AJ green. I thought was a, yeah. <laughs> well, AJ green, seen anybody skinnier than Thornton. <laughs> I mean, that's a concern, right? I mean, that concerns yep. me that he's that skinny, like AJ green's that skinny and he used to get hurt all the time. So like, I'm, I'm, I mean, get the kid in the weight room and a protein shake or two, maybe a power bar or something like, I mean, I don't he know. Fly though. And he's got some waggle, some wiggle. I know. I like but, the way they brought him. I like the way they they put him in the game, though, with those, you know, the jet sweep and and then the, in the red zone they used him. Um, I think this week at some point you're going to see one deep down the field. Um, yeah, shout out, try, shout out to coach. I was watching the game with dad on Sunday, and in the first half when they're having red zone struggles, he I I can't make this up. He literally turned and said. How about running a jet sweep with Thornton one time in here in the red zone? I think it'll throw the defense off and create some space. And sure enough, in the second half, touchdown. There you go. <laughs> Look at that, man. Well, I mean. Well, I get a little tired of the red zone off. Man. Holy cow. I'll tell you what I got tired of. I got tired of, and there's there's money involved, so maybe that's why I got tired of it. But if I watch them <laughs> run that, that I mean, get the police battering ram out again with three times with uh, – with Stevenson and literally just try to blast him through the line. I mean, what is that? It, there's no time for anybody to get any push up front on that play. Dad, what is that play? Like, I don't even know what that is. I mean, it was that's awesome. just a straight, that's the old school straight dive. I mean, here's the other problem. Love that yeah, play, man. I think it was, I think it was ha Harris. Was it Harris or strong was the other running back? You know, they're not going to give the ball to them. So you got, you know, you got Stevenson over here twice from a yard away. And he, I think he lost half a yard. I mean, he just straight ahead into the line. I, I mean, I don't know. yeah, I mean, it did look like like Mark Riggins or or Buckus or not Buckus. Uh, who's the Dolphins? Uh, Zonka, Larry Zonka. Zonka, Zonka, Zonka Gladiator the reference there, up like, here today. <laughs> like literally, yeah, it was, it was like, old school running. Yeah, well, it didn't work. Uh, no, actually, six times I think they ran it. it. Didn't work. Speaking of old school, hashtag bring hashtag bring back the pro set. Like that, uh, yeah. that's what you do, right? That's if you not jam the pro set, there, Line them up on both sides of the QB, and let's not let's not let the line know which way we're going. Well, if you're gonna do that, run a split back beer because that's well, what that, you were lined up in. That's I don't it. Know <laughs> if I need Zappier Jones running the beer, that's the no, no, yeah, because then they have to run the ball, uh, which is which Zappy would have a better chance of running. So I said maybe bring back Cam, is what you're telling me, that's just it. for the goal that, line. Sets. That's the key right there. Well, I have I I was a proponent of that two weeks ago. Just in the goal line, because let me tell you something right now, and then we'll move on to Monday night. When they lined up with seven linemen and needed to get a yard, and it was him back there with uh, Johnson, nobody was stopping him, except for the one time when they tried to run it off tackle and he got hit Seattle. in Seattle. Yeah, run it straight forward. Um, all right, so Monday night, here's the deal with Jones and Zappy. I mean, if Jones isn't 100% healthy, it's the Bears, man. The defense is is terrible. They're seven and a half point favorites at home. 
they should, I mean, they should, everything shows us based on what they're doing. This is the part of the schedule. That's the weakest part. They should crush the bears. I mean, they're going to give fields a ton of trouble on defense. They should have short fields. Do you really need Mac Jones to play? Bedard said in his post game, um, in his post game pod that he would like to see him play to your point, dad, maybe a few series to get some warm up in almost like a preseason game. Is that necessary though? Like, or do you want, should, should if he's not hundred percent healthy, you need zap. I mean, Zappy should play the whole game, right? He's, he, he's got to be able to protect himself. That's the biggest thing. If he, I mean, I'm, I'm not putting him out there if he can't protect himself. And, and by that, I mean, moving around enough to, to avoid, avoid, a you know, a, a rusher or whatever. If that's the case, yeah, of course you play Zappy and, and give him another week to rest. Uh, so, so Mike, Monday night. The one thing Monday I'm night's a short week. Yeah, I, that's I watched, what I mean. I watched a bunch of the film on the last two weeks of the Chicago Bears, and I, I will tell you, I'm a little nervous because both of those teams are running those those gap, you know, runs against the Bears, and I feel like our offensive brain trust is going to be like oh yeah let's let's do that stretch run let's do that stretch run we we saw that work with uh you know minnesota and new york the week before it's time to brag to bring that out again i i think we keep doing what we've been doing these last couple of weeks and i'm just nervous that if they start trying to break out the stretch runs with mac back there you're going to see the exact same result yeah i'll I mean, just say that right now because i think if they're watching the film those teams really beat beat chicago bad with their stretch run game if if it's me and Mac I'm, is not, and I mean, 100% healthy to your point of like, there is no point in playing him right now. There's just not, it, you, you, the schedule doesn't get any tougher for a while. Take your time. Like don't rush him back. Like literally don't, it's just, there's just this, you know, I just, that's me. But again, you know, Andrew, Bill, I don't, you know, I don't know if you agree, disagree. I, you know, I just, if he's not a hundred percent, all you do is risk further injury to him. Yeah. You know, and then we know the schedule is going to change, is get more difficult, and that's when you need Jones in there. Yeah, so exactly I, right. I say if he's not a hundred percent, rest him. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, it's less about his health. Hundred percent, eighty percent, seventy percent. I in the NFL, I just don't like the idea. I mean, I think logically, I get where Dad, you're going with it, Bedard's going with it, which is like get him some reps, give him a chance to rehabilitate the ankle, have some recovery time. But I just think you know, 30 plus years of watching the NFL, you can't take any game for granted. I don't care how bad the team is. Oh, heck no. One, no, no one sports league that 14 and one teams lose to one and 14 teams. Like you just, I don't like the idea of like, we're going to give them a few series and see how it goes. You got to prepare with consent. And if I know Belichick well enough, I know he, he wouldn't do this because he knows he didn't take anyone for granted. Whoever's going to prepare is going to prepare. We're going to go out and do what we did in practice and the walkthrough. And so if Mac is healthy enough to play the whole game, to your point, then put him out there. Like, I don't, I don't, you know, ankle sprains an ankle sprain. Yeah, like yeah. Don't know Fair if enough. it's good. Yeah. If, it, if he's not going to play the whole game, then just play Zappy. But like, you can't get into that, give Mac a few series and then, and then get him out. The next thing you know, you're going to be in a tie game with the bears in like the third quarter. And like, they just need to keep stacking wins, stacking momentum and doing the right things on, along both lines. And Andrew, to your point, didn't like eight underdogs, cover last week and five win or something outright yeah you can't do that in the nfl man they, and the other thing is like i'm not a big like momentum narrative guy i think like the execution usually wins but like they're also professional athletes like you can't run out there like it's a college program against right. the bears you're going to get their best effort you know when they're like oh they're using us as a 
as an exhibition game. Okay. And just none of us need that. Like, Oh, to- I yeah. totally agree. They got to win. They got to win Sunday. Yeah. That's going to be. Yeah. Go ahead, I, Dad, sir. Things, the, the landscape has changed some when Bernard was talking about this five game stretch was going to be the, their chance to get right for a while. Well, the jets all of a sudden are juggernaut good. jets. <laughs> their defense is so, really good. Really so, good. you know, that changes the dynamic. So they got to win this week and be four and three going, you know, playing Man, the let Jets. Let me tell you something. Go ahead and fire up whatever that line is going to be. New England minus or a uh, man. Let me, I can only hope the Jets that are game favored at that home? game. That game at home. And Zach Wilson ain't. ain't Bill Belichick's going to spin the dial on Zach Wilson. So, uh, yeah, just give me the Patriots. I'm not worried like about 17. Zach Wilson, by the way. I'm, I'm, I'm worried, worried about, about the Jets. Their defense is good. They're, their they're defense the is good. I know they're, they're the Jets, and they their defense is legit. And they can run the ball. It's in New York. Right, yeah, we're, we're, let's we get dogs. through. Let's we'll get dogs. through the Bears first. Yeah, what are you doing, yeah. Andrew? Come on, man! You're you stepping us ahead here, man. We got to be. We got to. We got to beat the beat the Bears first, first time man. in Patriots tailgate uh, party podcast history. I'm going to give two predictions in one week. Oh, look! Well, I'm, I'm going to oh, give both. Oh, let's go fast. We got a minute. We got a minute. Can we get the predictions in? Come on! Can we get the predictions in? Let's go. I think Monday will be one of those games. It's like. You know, I think we'll win. I don't think it'll be terribly close, but I don't think it'll be all that much fun. Kind of an ugly game. I think uh, Zappy probably plays, and I'll take us 20, 24 to, to 10. Okay. 24-10. Dad, go for it. 31-13. Oh, beat down. Love it. Mike? That's 28-24, because I think with Montgomery, Mooney, and Mets, they're going to bring more to the table than you think. All right. Bill? 24-14. I was going to say 24-10, but... We already had the same uh, predictions last week, so I changed. Next week, is. Bill gets to go first. That's right. I, I got to switch that up. It's my bad. I'm going to go, Dad, I'm going to go with you, 31-13. I'm just going to, I'm going to lie. I think that's what you said. Uh, isn't that what yep. you said? All right. I'm going to line it yep. up. I right, we'll see who plays, and uh, we'll see what it, what it looks like on Monday. But uh, as always, it's fun being here with you guys, and uh, let's enjoy the game. Let's keep the winning streak yeah, alive.